Hi, I'm Gianna Volpe, and thank you for listening to The Heart of the East End on WLIWFM, the show where we get to the heart of any matter at hand with folks from all walks of life on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. We stream online at WLIW.org radio and welcome your comments, questions, and collaborations of all kinds on the heart of the East End. Live from WLIWFM Studio 51, I'm Gianna Volpe with local news on Long Island's only NPR radio station. A third person in what authorities said was a four-member organized theft ring pled guilty yesterday to stealing 48 high-end purses from an East Hampton Balenciaga clothing and accessory store. John Asbury reports on Newsday.com that Jamal Johns, 26, of New York, pled guilty to second-degree grand larceny and possession of stolen property for helping to steal more than $94,000 worth of handbags in March. Suffolk County District Attorney Ray Tierney announced Tuesday, Johns and three other people uh, were arrested after they were seen with another unidentified woman on surveillance video stealing the purses from the East Hampton store on Newtown Lane. Prosecutors said the video showed a woman wearing a pink ski mask and sunglasses go into the store March 3rd at 1.30 p.m. That woman, who still hasn't been identified, walked around the store looking at bags and appeared to be talking on a cell phone. She asked a store employee to look for a pair of shoes in a particular size when the other four defendants rushed into the store to ransack handbags off the shelves, according to court documents. The five defendants sped away from the store in a Dodge Durango. East Hampton police and a New York State trooper began chasing the Durango on Sunrise Highway and the Long Island Expressway. A state trooper following the SUV on the LIE saw smoke coming from the Durango before exiting and exit 69. Three people ran from the vehicle into a nearby wooded area while two people stayed with the car. Police stopped the vehicle, recovering 34 handbags, and searched the wooded area, leading to the arrest of the four suspects. The woman who first walked into the store was never found and is still at large. In political news, a bipartisan group of elected officials on Long Island yesterday called on Governor Kathy Hochul and the state ledge to tighten up New York's controversial cashless bail law. Reuven Fenton and Carl Cambiniel report in the New York Post that while Republicans, including gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin, have long made toughening the bail laws a top priority amid spikes in crime, frustrated suburban Democrats joined the cause by pressuring members of their own party in Albany to fix its shortcomings. Freeport Mayor Robert Kennedy, a Democrat and past president of the New York State Conference of Mayors, who attended Tuesday's press conference in Garden City, said too many recidivist criminals are ending up back on the streets following arrests, adding an accused thief was recently arrested two times in two days in Freeport. The the defendant was released from custody after allegedly stealing a car and then stealing another vehicle the next day. The suspect jumped into Freeport Creek to try to escape officers, which required the use of a helicopter and other resources to arrest him. Quote, grand larcenies are out of control. Give judges the discretion to detain repeat offenders, Kennedy said, 
we need to all get together and adjust these bail reform laws in the near future. The goal of the cashless bail law, initially approved by former Governor Andrew Cuomo and the Democratic-run New York State Assembly and Senate in 2019, was to stop defendants from being detained simply because they were too poor to post bail. Here on the East End, there was an unusually large turnout for what is typically an obscure procedural meeting that draws little public attention when Calverton residents, alarmed about a proposal to build an immense logistics center on Middle Road, filled the seats of Town Hall last Thursday. Denise Civiletti reports on RiverheadLocal.com that they turned uh, for the Riverhead Planning Board's scoping session on the proposed Riverhead Logistics Center, a 641,000-square-foot warehouse distribution facility at 1743 Middle Road opposite Manor Road in Calverton. Most neighboring residents who weighed in at the meeting had one issue at the forefront of their minds, and that is truck traffic. Residents urged the planning board to require the applicant to broaden its analysis of traffic impacts, both in terms of the number of projected truck trips generated by the ultimate and as yet undisclosed tenants in the facility, and in terms of geographic area that would be impacted by the truck traffic resulting from the use. A New York State draft environmental impact statement is required to assess the potential significant negative impacts of an action and identify and evaluate measures. Eventually, the late agency adopts a final environmental impact statement, the CICRA, which guides decision makers in making final decisions on site plan applications, variances, and permits. And finally, an $800 million grant program for small businesses that have been struggling to survive the pandemic will close at the end of the month, Governor Kathy Hochul announced. James T. Medora reports on Newsday.com that applicants for the COVID-19 Pandemic Small Business Recovery Grant Program are facing a deadline of just before midnight on September 30th to submit all the required paperwork. It looks like a spokesperson for Empire State Development said yesterday that new applications will be accepted until that deadline. The program, begun uh, in June 2021, has helped more than 35,000 small firms across the state, including about 3,520 on Long Island, state records show. More than $639 million of that $800 million has been distributed, including $82.5 million locally. Governor Hochul said 90% of the grants have gone to minority and women entrepreneurs, and more than 98% have been awarded to small businesses with 10 or fewer employees. ESD, the state's primary business aid agency, recently expanded eligibility for the program by removing the requirement that applicants show on their tax return either a 25% loss in gross receipts between 2019 and 2020 or a 2019 profit meaning existing applicants will be re-examined for eligibility and contacted via email. More information is available at nysmallbusinessrecovery.com. Questions can be submitted to nysmallbusinessrecovery at lendistry.com or by calling 877-721-0097. Looking at the weather in Greenport in honor of 
working artist Kara Hoblin joining us for the Wednesday work segment, underwritten by Robert James Salon at the bottom of this hour, looking like a sunny Wednesday with a high near 76 degrees, north wind 5 to 7 miles per hour, becoming light and variable, a 30% chance of showers after 5 a.m. tonight or really tomorrow morning, partly cloudy otherwise with a low around 67 degrees, Southwest wind 7 to 10 miles per hour with gusts as high as 20. Right now it's 63 degrees and we've got a one day edition of the heart to lead up to uh, the first live performance by the one and only Nancy Atlas taking place at the bottom of the next hour right here in WLIWFM Studio 51, which is one day to do nothing and wouldn't that be beautiful? Uh, so we got a lot of one-day tracks, but first we're starting with the good old days. We've got John Paul White, Jr., Jr., Macklemore, and Pink. Uh, Labby, Sifri after that. But first, the judge, oh, excuse me, the Judds, Grandpa, tell me about the good old days here on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Come what may, promise. 
Something going down in this simple place I grew up in. Boots are on the ground. Sing happy days are here again.
something going down In this simple place I grew up in It's burning to the ground And it will never be the same again The past is ashes Stay tuned for Kara Hoblin here on The Heart, Junior Junior and Macklemore between now and then. Maybe just Junior Junior. <laughs> we might have Macklemore on the back. Pink after that. Lobby Sifri. We'll see if we get Fastball in there ahead of the Reverend Al Green and Nina Simone. What if somebody really does break the internet? Undercover police stealing all of the influence. Right here on WLIWFM. You can even. to the good old days but the long Break the mold, rewrite the 
Approaching the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour on Wednesday morning, just after midnight, if you're listening to the replay, and that means it's time for our Wednesday work segment, underwritten by Robert James Salon. Welcoming back to the show, the one and only Kara Hoblin. Good morning, Kara. Good morning. So happy to have you back, and congrats. Congratulations on your new role over at Soundview Inn. Before we get to talking about the East End A to Z, how has the Fire Pit series been going over at Soundview? They've been going great. We're actually um, going to be welcoming Andrea Grover from um, Guild Hall as our next speaker. We're just confirming the date now, and that'll be live on the Soundview website. Very cool. We love Andrea and the folks over at Guild Hall. Can you tell uh, listeners who don't know about this series a little bit about what it is? Um, so the, Be- the Beach Fire series are uh, a bunch of talks that we host every year, kind of going out of the crazy summer season into the fall, and we might even extend into the spring this year. Um, but they are talks involving cultural leaders, from all over the East End, New York. Um, eventually, we'd like to grow even further than that, but these are super intimate, only 20 people, free events. They're first come, first serve. And the whole idea is to kind of give people the opportunity to speak on a very intimate, personal level, um, have these authentic, real conversations with somebody who's doing amazing work, like culturally across all fields, art, music, um, you know, it could be anything, really. Right. And Andrea definitely fits into that. All right. So meanwhile, you are a full-time artist, and you have a very exciting new project that's out now. You're going to be actually signing um, copies of your brand-new children's book, The East End A to Z, this Saturday from 11 to 3 p.m. at Burton's Bookstore right in uh, the heart of Greenport Village. Uh, let's talk about how beautiful uh, this book is and the process of putting it all together. There's a lot of like really classic elements. Like you see, uh, you know, the map of the east end of Long Island, but it's 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 Kara's stamp on every single part of it. Talk about putting this book together. Um, so I've always wanted to make a children's book a few years ago, like a few years ago, 2016. <laughs> um, I made a uh, coloring book, the North Fork's first coloring book, actually. And that was really fun for me. The whole, like the whole production and like maintaining, like as a full-time artist, that just was a little too much for me. Right. So once all those copies kind of sold out, I just retired that coloring book. Um, and this book, you know, this book published by East End Press. So they really gave me a lot of help with get with like actually creating the physical copy. It's, um, it's gorgeous. So it's gorgeous. And did you have did you have some guidance about putting it together? For example. You've, all right, you have your gorgeous illustrations, which it's my favorite type of alphabet book, which means that it's not just one thing that represents the letter. There's, you know, like at least five. And you've got these yeah. alliterative yeah. sentences that go along with it. 
and then some guidance for kids uh, to f- what's in the photo that they're able to find. Can you talk about that process? So the book, kind of, it kind of happened organically where, you know, I was discussing um, with my publisher. Uh, originally, we were just going to do illustrations. Like it was going to be kind of like this, like in between of a coffee table book, but also a children's table, a children's book. And when I was doing illustrations, I was like, this is not going to, like, this is great, but I want it to be utilized by everybody in the family. You know, like I want, I want, you know, parents to be able to like read it to their kids. So then I started writing these like little, um, almost like short, you know, like little whimsy sentences. Then I was like, it just kind of kept going, you know? So first I added the, the text and then I was like, it'd be great. You know, like even younger kids who can't necessarily read, like if there can be like a, can you find or something, something to like be more interactive than just like looking at pictures. Artistic ants from Aquabog to Amagansett, apple picking along the way. Just Just to give folks a taste of how awesome uh, this book is. I love that you put the buoys in there as well. Uh, it, I tried the... to inc- incorporate as much. Sorry. Is that your dog in there? Who's the, the D looks yeah, a li- she's in there. <laughs> That's Lily. That's Lily. Oh my God. Immortalized. Gorgeously done. So what, sure. what did you use? Uh, was this pastels or, or how did you create this book? Did you chalk it? So this is actually my first digital drawing wow i know so i started um using chalk right and i was like this is gonna take too long and be too messy um so i taught myself how to draw digitally to emulate the work that i do you badass It, it really does it looks like your chalk work it is it's kara's thank you uh stamp all the way absolutely love it it definitely took it took like over it took like a year to make like well it took like almost a year to make like it was intense oh my gosh it's just so beautiful every single page I'm so excited so I mean how many how many copies are you gonna have there because I I have a feeling they're gonna go fast I'm not sure (laughs) um so luckily, uh, my publisher, Sen Press, uh, I think, I don't know if you've ever seen the Montauk Mike books. She also publishes those. I have. I've, I actually, they've been around. I've actually yeah. seen them in the window at Burton's. That's the, yeah, that's yeah. the only place. Them. I, yeah, that's, that's where I know Montauk Mike from. Um, so she is, Sen Press is my publisher. So she's going to, like, help with. You know, logistics and book distribution and, and things that I'm just not not uh, qualified for. <laughs> not, I would say not savvy yet, because obviously yeah. you can teach yourself anything. This is this is unbelievable for your first digital artwork. This is just unbelievable because it looks exactly like your your chalk murals uh, that I might see at, at first and South, which by the way, I did want to say we're getting close to our time, but I loved that you dedicated this book 
to Sarah Phillips over at First and South and Cindy P's row, uh, your your mentors and uh, and friends. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I know they were a little shocked, but very happy. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I'm feeling the same way. It's just like like I remember. I remember years ago wanting you so well, badly. First was my first shock word. Say again. First and South is my first shock word. I know. No, I know. And I remember. I remember as you're. You know, as you are uh, gaining notoriety as a a chalk artist, and your work is everywhere. And I was just like craving the deep sea creatures and craving the uh, the coloring book. And you know, the next year there it is. And then I'm seeing all of the the deep sea creatures that I've wanted to. I, I have one of your. I have a a giant squid. I think it is. With a mermaid yeah, by yeah. you on yeah. on my wall, and that's just like it's so funny because it's like this is the image that I that I was like I was wanting to see, and it's just it's so beautiful seeing how uh, you manifest these things. I am so unbelievably excited for you uh, for the release of the East End A through Z. I'm definitely getting one for Harmony for her first Christmas. And um, I hope to see you this weekend. We've been we've been laying low. She she's not uh, super great right now, but but going to be okay. But I don't know if we'll be able to make it out. But we want to. Obviously, maritime is a great uh, you know a great time and uh, also very busy time. Oh my goodness! Our actual our actual release party will be first and south on October fourth. Okay. Okay, so you're gonna yeah. You, you're so talking I'll be about there, the book, the signing book. Okay, so if you miss out, um, if you miss out Maritime Fest or or you're like super local and maybe you're like you know what Maritime Fest is still a little too busy for me and I'd like to wait a little yeah. bit. You can catch her on October fourth, and I know I've got to let you go, but I did want to also say congratulations and also thank you for making Kelly uh, Koch's poppy and rose wine labels and uh wine series or label so beautiful thank you that that was also a first for this year can you can you just talk briefly about uh coming together and doing this project so kelly approached me we've been friends for a long time uh she's an amazing winemaker yes she is and she you know, has has been um, wanting to release a private label, has been working towards it, and thought that my work would be a perfect fit. And she has roots in California, uh, but lives here with her family. So the wine labels really embody, you know, a little bit of her home, of her home here, and her home, her past and home in California. So there's poppies and beach rose we switched from regular rose which is the new york state flower to beach rose because they're so prevalent on the north fork um but there's there's um so those are included in all the labels and then there's also oats to like the natural environment it's, it's a white-tailed deer for here and a bear for california or um you know different species that correlate to both uh, both places Beautifully done. Um, excited as always 
for your next project and your current ones. I'm Gianna Volpe. That's Kara Hoblin. You know what? I'm going to hop over Macklemore and play Pink. This is from the Truth About Love record from 2012. Good old days right here on the heart of the East End. You just heard the Wednesday Works segment underwritten by Robert James Salon. And hopefully you're staying right here with us on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. All right. It's just staying with fastball. I'm rolling with it. One, two, three, four, five years ago, I didn't see a belly with a child on the inside. Six, seven, eight, ten years ago, I thought I knew about love, I only knew about the fight. I look back and I realize all those times I was lonely, praying for someday to hurry up and come and save me. Two, three, four, five years from now I hope I'm still getting down Hope I'm still around But six, seven, eight, ten beers ago I had a revelation All's well right now 
is over, but it hasn't happened yet, we've been together, we've been apart, whatever the weather, we're still heart to heart, true friends, forevermore, and in your darkest hours, I'll be yours. The good old days Where looking back Maybe wishing they were me But when we're together The good old days are here A celebration again we feel the same way now as close as we were then for precious memories may bring a tear but those we hold inside will never disappear true friends are evermore and in your darkest hours The good old days, we're looking back, maybe we're 
Nice four-decade jump back in time between Pink and Labby. I'm going to hop over Fastball since you got a taste of it already. This is the Reverend Al Green staying in 72. One of these good old days. Nina Simone, one September day. Very fitting. On deck after that. Less than 15 minutes for the NPR News break. Sometimes the tears will flow 
some of my memories will fade. But I'll always remember that one September day. I used to I thought that love was bliss How did they know it would go astray It began and it ended on one September Simone. This is the September day. We will have Nancy Atlas, the one and only, live in the WLIWFM studio. 51 one day tracks leading to then. Uh, we are less than 10 minutes before the NPR news break. We've got Logic featuring Ryan Tedder one day. We've got the Common Kings and Matis Yahoo leading you to the top of the hour. Sharon Van Etten after that. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLI-WFM, the heart of the East End, featuring music from all decades and genres and folks from all walks of life, all morning and midnight long, all because of you, the listener-supporter of WLI-WFM. Maybe one day I'll be because maybe one day I'll be fine. From here, put all of my faith in tomorrow. Dark days coming up all night. Only thing I know it's gonna be alright. You ever wonder what it means to make it by any means and finally attain your dreams? On a come up where they run up from the world of many fiends. I've been at it since the teen, get this money, get the cream. Hard work and sacrifice, but now that I know what I mean. Most of these rappers ain't got no class like bomb threats.
I love and support my girl. Sending that one out to all of you chasing your dreams out there. It looks like we've only uh, yeah. got enough time to give you a taste of Montes Yahoo one day. These are the Common Kings.
We'll be right back after the NPR news break. Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, I'm Gianna Volpe with local news on Long Island's only NPR radio station. A third defendant in the five-person swarm, snatch and run theft at Balenciaga in East Hampton Village on March 3rd of this year has pled guilty to grand larceny and possession of stolen property, both felonies. T.E. McMurrowReport.com that Jamal Johns, 26, will be sentenced to three and a half to seven years in state prison on October 17th in a deal agreed to yesterday by Justice Anthony Senft. Suffolk County Assistant DA James O'Rourke had asked for a 5- to 10-year sentence. The Hall of Couture handbags stolen netted the thieves about $94,000 in property, albeit for just a couple of hours. The three who have pled guilty, along with another co-defendant, Ali Harris, who is in custody waiting for his case to be adjudicated, uh, adjudicated, excuse me, is and a fifth female participant who remains at large were cornered by police that same afternoon after their grab-and-go crime when their getaway vehicle broke down in Manorville. On an aside, I actually saw the Dodge Durango uh, speeding along Sunrise Highway near the Shinnecock um, signs. All four of those arrested were from Newark. Police are presumably still over six months later actively seeking the fifth suspect. Johns also pleaded guilty Tuesday to a misdemeanor drug possession charge. Of the four co-defendants, Johns had the most extensive criminal background with multiple prior felony convictions as well as an open case in Manhattan. In employment news, Long Island had more employed residents in August than it did the same month in 2019, according to state jobs data. Victor Ocasio reports on Newsday.com that Long Island's number of employed residents grew to 1.5 million last month, 2,700 residents, or 0.2% higher than in August 2019, according to New York State Labor Department data released yesterday. Last year, the number of employed residents was 1.43 million. Long Island's unemployment rate declined over the year to 3.4% in August, tying for the lowest rate for that month since 2000, according to the Labor Department. Nassau's jobless rate was 3.3% in August, down from 4.4% last year, and Suffolk's rate fell to 3.5% from 4.5% a year ago. Long Island's jobless rate was 4.4% in August 2021. Sheetal Patel, labor market analyst with the department's, the Labor Department's Hicksville office said the number of unemployed, again, its lowest since 2000. John Rizzo, economist and Stony Brook University professor, said the new numbers are strong and a good sign for Long Island's job seekers. The jobless numbers come on the heels of the state's monthly report on job creation for Long Island, which showed the leisure and hospitality sector leading the region in terms of jobs gained. Uh, not surprising at all, the restaurants are booming. That's Mark Ergang, past president of the Long Island Hospitality Association, who said over the past summer, businesses in the hospitality sector have seen foot traffic improve greatly over 2021 and 2020, though challenges persist. Quote, restaurants and hotels are still struggling to have the proper staff to cover the volume. He said the municipality with the lowest 
Unemployment rate on Long Island last month was the town of Southampton at 2.8 percent. And finally, yesterday was National Voter Registration Day, but there's still time for you to register to vote or change your voter info. The BOE mail-in deadline for voter registration forms is October 14. The deadline for the BOE to receive an absentee ballot application is October 24th, while the mail-in postmark deadline for the return of the absentee ballot to the Board of Elections is, of course, Election Day, November 8th. Voter registration forms are available online by going to the New York State Board of Elections website at elections.ny.gov. For East Hampton Town residents, the early voting site from October 29 through November 6 will be Windmill Village, 219 Akabonic Road, Community Room 2. For Southampton Town residents, that site is Stony Brook Southampton University's campus gym, that's 70 Tuckahoe Road. New this year, Shelter Island Town has an early voting site at the Shelter Island Youth Recreation Center. That's 1 Bateman Road. Very exciting for them. Suffolk County registered uh, voters may vote at any one of the 26 early voting sites in Suffolk County, not only the location in their town. I think that's so great. Polls are open on Election Day, Tuesday, November 8th, from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., looking at the weather in Sag Harbor. In honor of our next guest, the one and only Nancy Atlas, performing live for us from WLIWFM Studio 51 during the Wednesday Wisdom segment, underwritten by LTV Studios, ahead of her Saturday afternoon 1.30 performance in Steinbeck Park during the Sag Harbor American Music Festival. Looking like a sunny Wednesday with a high near 75 degrees, north wind around 6 miles per hour becoming calm in the afternoon, Partly cloudy tonight with a low around 66 degrees. South wind, 6 to 10 miles per hour. Right now it's 65 degrees. And of course, I've prepared too much music for you this morning, so I'm going to have to hop over quite a few tracks. I'll play uh, one day from Sharon Van Etten's epic 2010 record, and then we'll see where we go from there. We've only got four tracks before Nancy Atlas joins us live right here in Studio 51. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Sister, don't mind that I'm not on time. She knows that I'm through with that. Sick of trying. Don't let mine. Mama still love and daddy still love. They know that I'm through like that. I'm like mine. She
Hopping over Slightly Stupid, Buddy Guy, Joan Baez for a little Sir Elton John from the Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. One day at a time. And we hopping over Chad Lawson and High Valley for Marcus King. One day she's here before we go live right here in the WLIWFM Studio 51 for the one and only Nancy Atlas joining us for the rest of the show uh, to do some live performances ahead of the Sag Harbor American Music Festival uh, just to let you know, uh, WLIWFM is a main stage uh, sponsor of Champ, as it were. I'm Jana Volpe. This is Elton John, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to the Morning and Midnight Show, The Heart of the East End, 88.3 on your FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 if you're listening to us from central or western Suffolk County and corresponding sections of Connecticut, of course, Streaming online to wherever you are at WLIW.org slash radio.
across the hill. One day here and the next she's gone. Didn't even get to hear me sing my song. Had a phone minute, but she slipped away. Live from WLIWFM Studio 51, the one and only Nancy Atlas joining us here. Good morning, Nancy, and thank you so much for being with us. So happy to see you. It's been so long. I know. It's It's, been so long. It's been uh, several years in a a worldwide plague ago. 
That's right. <laughs> we did chat a few times, but we, it's just lovely to see you in person. And you're looking so radiant. Hey, stop. Mother of so a nine-month-old. Look I at know. you, girl, with hey. the beautiful <laughs> nails. I'm telling you, you look I'm a lose- lot better than I did when I my lose- baby was nine months old. I was in sweatpants <laughs> and like, so. These are... Leggings are the sweatpants of today. That is, wow. That's, it's just, you You're know. looking tray chic. You're looking very Southampton. <laughs> we're, we're, I, got, I, I have my, like, it's like a tourist Montauk shirt that I got at Landshark. It says, like, Montauk State of Mind. Yeah, with the but black have, blazer. Well, I needed to because otherwise you would see, like, yeah. you know, it wouldn't be professional. I understand. You know, it's you reserve that stuff for the beach. <laughs> but I'm so happy you're here, and I'm so excited about... Uh, the American Music Festival. So great. Sag Harbor American Music Festival this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. I know my husband's band, they have um, the Bastards of Boomers starting it out, I think, at 6 on the wharf. I think. It might be a little earlier. But I know my husband's band's playing at um, 9 at Capasa. There's music all over. What's your husband's band? Jetty Coon. Okay. They, yeah, yeah. And so it's just going to be... It, the thing I, I love Jetty so Coon. much about this festival is how community driven it is right. and yet they bring in they also bring in outside music right. um i know the one year that i played the church there was john cleary who was just phenomenal so i think kelly and carrie have done a really fabulous job in spite of it all so wonderful um free gr- growing it yes. building it and yes. keeping it going yeah yeah free, free. free. and the weather's <laughs> gonna be good i Yay. know i know i mean it's just Let's just take a moment and be happy that it's all lining up. <sighs> grateful. Very grateful for live music. It's For those who know and love Nancy and have never read her, her blog on her website, I definitely recommend you do that. She's a phenomenal writer, and it, you really feel like you are wherever, uh, wherever you go, wherever you go, Nancy. And when I was reading about uh, your feelings through the pandemic— uh, COVID is my job at the hut. <laughs> and talking about missing live music, uh, just how joyous has the summer been as far as that's concerned? It's been incredibly joyous. It's been a very interesting summer. You know, we came out of the gate in 2021 just looking to play right. on what other, whatever capacity we, we could. And, you know, I was joking with my friend who's a filmmaker. I said, Whatever film you do, just don't make it about COVID because people are so they don't want to watch a film about You're COVID wait, right now. Yeah, wait, they want wait, the antithesis yeah. of that. And but there is something to be said about reflecting about a year or and a half ago. Like you know, we were at the Surf Lodge and there was uh, everyone had to stay seated in 2021 with masks, and right. you couldn't go to get up without a mask on. And the Talk House had 40 people with masks. Now we're back to capacity. Right. We're back to a certain norm. We're getting there. We're shedding the skins that need to be shed to get there. I found this particular summer fascinating because I went into it with an enormous amount of energy and I got schooled a little bit as an original music singer-songwriter where I was in 2019. We were at the top of our game in the sense that we were playing, you know, what the you Loft and play. City Winery yeah. oh, and... Right. and, and we were selling out shows at the Talk House, and it was all our music, all original, uh, 100% of the time. We'd have one or two covers, maybe. This summer, I think I was about four or five weeks in, and I realized people want 
nostalgia. Huh? They want they want they want nostalgic music right now. That's not to say they don't want original. Right. But, but they're, from, they're my, just... from my standpoint as a band leader, not as a songwriter. As a songwriter, you have to have a certain amount of energy and a certain amount of um, bullishness to present your original music. Always. Right. Especially if people don't know it. Um, and you just kind of kind of force it on them a few, and keep forcing it until they know it. But about four weeks in, I was like, wow. Uh, people need to feel joy. They want to sing. They want to sing whatever, you know, American Girl songs that I had kind of put away in my my arsenal of music or things right. that I did for, I do really have two different lives of the original music and, and, the, and the showcases that we do at the talk. And then we've done private events all over the country. And so for the private events, you play Rolling Stones, Tom Petty, blah, 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 blah. It was more of that vibe. And so, but you, the thing mm. that I love is you broke it out, right? Absolutely. I had to take you a back seat. One, yeah. I decided to take a back seat for our band. And it was without sounding too big headed, almost shaman esque, in that you, it was a healing. Yeah. It was a healing. People putting putting to your be, ego aside need, in some exactly. way. Right. They needed to sing and they needed to have joy right. in the setting sun. Dressing up and drinking their cocktails, which they always did. And and I imagine you did, too. I did, too. I did, too. Absolutely. And I took, took you know, I just, I guess I gave into it a little bit more yeah. than I have in years past. And it was beautiful and glorious. And there was an enormous amount of joy. In particular, our Wednesdays, our Sunset Wednesdays at the Surf Lodge, which we've held court there for 15 years, I think. They were never busier. They were never, and there was just love. It's It was a real mixture of tourists and right. and diehard locals that come week after week. And um, I, I can look back and say that hopefully when you're on, when you're in the front of a band, you're always reading the energy in the room. Mm -hmm. That's part of your job. Sometimes yep. you're the bull and sometimes you're the matador. Oh, and I it's love like, that. so we were the bull this summer. That we, being said, are we, you, are you, we were not you, the matador. I was tired? led by them, you know, and, and there's that saying, give the people what they want. Right. And there was a bit of that. So, But that being said, are, are you tired? I mean, I, the one thing I did want to touch on before you play your first song is uh, the extinction, sadly, of Tumbleweed Tuesday yes. and the continuation of the season into uh, a time that folks who live here year round are kind of sort of trying to hibernate, recover and get ready to start it all again next year. There's always been that th the needle and the thread of the local community and the business aspect, right? right. I mean, it's like we need the, th the right. tourism to survive. Right. But I think as I've gotten older, I think I've had a little bit more compassion for the businesses. So, like, do I want a seafood festival in Montauk the day after Labor Day, <laughs> the week after Labor Day? I really don't. But if it helps bring in, I mean, I'm not a big fan of that festival, but I'm just saying the things like look at Champ. It's right. the third week of, of September and in Sag Harbor got annihilated this summer. I mean, the word on the street was Montauk was busy, but Sag Harbor was oh, right. Outrageous. Even through the pandemic. Now yeah. what we have to what we have to acknowledge is that there are real businesses and right. they benefit off of these things by having these people come in. Beautiful. So if it's prolonging that 
um, prolonging that and making it easier for people to live out here. I don't know about you, but I've lost a lot of friends in the 30 years yes. that I've lived out here that just can't afford to live. Oh here my gosh. And, and I mean, so many through the pandemic as well. There Absolutely. Was like, there was so, a big, you know, a we've big got spurt to keep of, that conversation loss. going. Maybe there's a little bit of understanding that there's a fatigue. There is a fatigue. But I, I always adhere to the fact that. You know, in East End Run, we, we said we may play that a little bit later. Yes. That there is, that's the beauty of the East End, that it always has a spot. You know, what's your spot? I, for years, White Sands used to be my spot. I used to go down there and walk. You know, Barcelona Neck. There's always a spot. So if you want to get away from it, you can't really it's complain. True. It, you're, you're You're so right about that. There's always a spot. There is. Get on your boat. Take a walk. Down your road. Because you... You know where it is, even if you don't say yeah, it. I can't. There's I a spot. There's a spot. There's always a spot. But be careful because there are ticks in that spot. <laughs> That's true. And they will take you down. Oh, speaking of which, so how how are you feeling? I know that I'm you've good been... today. Okay, but so... I've I was I had Lyme disease. We're a uh, really bad case of Lyme disease that has plagued me for the last nine weeks. And they surmised maybe I got it was in April because I had a rash in April that I didn't. I was so gung-ho that my local logic didn't kick in. Right. And he said, well, did you ever? I was like, yeah, wait, I had that wait, rash in my belly button. <laughs> well, did you pick anything out of it? I'm like, well, I'm kind of blind. So I think it, there it, might have been If it was tick. in your I, belly button, you yeah. might not have noticed it was a ring because, you know, no, your belly button No, it's just so bad. I'm mad at myself. And all I will say is this. Did the tick bite you in the belly yeah, button? Yeah, this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say about it. Let's not even get too <laughs> focused on that. I, the old gray man, she ain't what she used to be as far as the belly button front. Um, September and October, I'm here to say for every man and woman, no matter if you're over, I don't know, if you're over the age of 10, right. we have just been through the plague and right. I call it the plague and all of this, there's incredible stress. Yeah, It should be self-care September and October or October okay yes. September we still got to get through all these festivals and all right. this you know whale races and fabulous <laughs> I heard Sag Harbor Fest was fabulous so shout out to Ellen uh, Diaguardi who, we love who pulled you. that off we love you Ellen um, put so much work into that but I'm just saying October is self east end self-care where get to that it doctor has, go to the decreed. dentist yes get your blood work done because yeah. I am a walking example of not taking care of yourself. And and just chill out. I got so sick, Gianna, and I played through it and I kept thinking, oh, I'm just exhausted. I have three kids. I haven't right, been doing right. this. It's life. I had a chronic headache for nine weeks. I mean, that, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I can't blame anybody well, but not. myself. You're not. You're I not. Am. Because I the, am. But, but that's the whole thing is, is uh, what does is, what is Lennon say? Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Yes. So, you know, you were you were in it and you just simply did not have time to for for the sickness and the sickness took you down. I because... just forgot how to take care of myself. Yeah. It's like you taking care of I mean, geez. So this is a good song for for taking care of yourself, right? Yes. A day to is, do nothing. Yes, this is a good song for that for that. Yes. All right. So so we'll hear we'll hear a track. Would you like a little song? I would love one. All right. This is I wrote this song a long time ago when I was falling in love with my husband, Thomas uh, Muse, and we were living in uh, Sag Harbor, and um, it's our anniversary this weekend, too. So Happy anniversary. Uh, this, I don't even know if he's listening, but this one will be going out to him. This will be going out to There's traffic on the main road. 
traffic on the back road There's concrete and there's telephone wire And beyond my CP bill I got Satellites and digital Everybody's up for sale And open all night But I want one day To do nothing But lie on the beach With a bottle of beer And whisper sweet Accordion solo, it goes na 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 Poignant verse, Gianna. Cause you can find faith in the kindness of a stranger. You can find faith under the arm of your best friend. Just want one day to do nothing but lie on the beach with a bottle of beer and whisper sweet nothings Nancy Atlas, 
Gianna Lopez. <laughs> One day to do nothing. Live from the WLIWFM Studio 51, singing into the souls of locals all over the East End and beyond. Uh, as we all know, October is the most beautiful month that we've got going. So holding on for self-care month and uh, getting through a very big, it's going to be a big uh, weekend for both forks. Not only is there Sag Harbor American Music Festival, Maritime Festival in know, Greenport. I always want to go to that too. I know. And it's like, it, it's at the they same would time. Stagger. Yeah, it's so hard though because you know out here it's yes. the flip of the switch. Yeah. It's like all those people that That's bought homes true. in Montauk. I'm like, oh, just you wait for the foggy summer. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> like, you, it's, you don't know. Like, there coming. are full summers of fog and rain. Like, it's coming for but you. But I'm just saying, they do it. And I think. You know, it would be lovely if there would be some way that they could cross yeah. collaborate or maybe join, you know, have a oh, boat go between the that two. That would be cool. I don't know. I mean, they've been working on like a ferry for a year or like That's a, right. a, a, t- I a heard taxi. That the Barons Cove has um, also with Pridwin now, they have their like, I think. Oh. I don't know. Oh. There. I love that. Um, yeah. October is also Halloween month. Right. And that, can we, do we have time? Do you talk? know what you're going to be? I do. <laughs> I do not know yet, but I am those that know me well. I am a Halloween. You're a, you're a Halloween freak. person. Oh, I, I love, love that. Halloween. We love to hear that. In fact, I have. I would go out on um, a limb and say that if you don't like Emmylou Harris, dogs, and Halloween, I'm not sure we can be friends. We could be friends. Like I'm not oh, sure. By the way, support your local costume shop. We don't have uh, many of them out here. I know Ye Old Party Shop has now closed. I think that might have a new owner. Uh, I know that uh, being someone who, in my college town, I I worked at a year-round costume shop. Yeah. I then, when I moved out here, started helping out Ronjo's in Port Jeff Station during Don't the season. Don't know about Ronjo's. Oh, you gotta go. What? Port Ta- Jeff Station. I mean, Station. you're educating me here. We have hey. local places to yes. buy costumes. And for, yes, and uh, definitely am going to go there for my Alice in Wonderland wig. Way That's what ho. we're doing. For the whole family coordinating love, oh, the costume. Oh, you do the family costume. Well, my sister was born on Halloween, and she gave the baby a Mad Hatter costume. Okay. Before we even got the baby. So, you know, we've got the Mad Hatter. It was like, okay, waiting for the baby. The costume came before the baby. <laughs> That's right. Priorities, Nancy. Let's keep our priorities straight. <laughs> I did the family straight. costume as long as I could. Oh. But... For many years, I mean, we did, and, and then at some point it became uncool with right. the oldest, yeah, and that it just like, did a quick death after that. Yeah. But um, our, I don't know Raheem. this year. I have gotten into a posse of like-minded Halloween fanatics on in Montauk, my dearest friends, and we go as a group. Um, and three years ago, pre-COVID, we went as the full cast to. Uh, the Rocky Horror Movie Stop. Show, and my husband, who is six so who three six four, was Frank and Ryder. I was the tap girl, uh, okay. the, ta- the one yeah, yeah, with yeah. the tap. Uh, uh, the Columbia, di- Columbia, yes, that's right. And we did the full cast, Singing and then we did. Um, we always go to Soleil East, is the big Halloween party that because there's all different Halloween parties. We go to Soleil East, which you have to be dressed for. You cannot okay. get yeah, in without cannot. it. <laughs> and um, it's always a great time. They always have DJ Faz and my dear friends run and own the the Soleil East, and so. We did, and we did a, a full-on D 
dance number oh, and cool. sang and lip sync. Oh, I love it. Last year you did the time warp. Last of year we did the time warp. Yeah, and we won first place of because course. we have our rivals. How can you not? Which were sour grapes, and they came in as like. 10 people dressed in as sour grapes and then then had signs for all of the like grievances like you know wave hog and like all the it was hysterical do not pa- double park on yeah the double highway. parker i mean it was and they were sour grapes sour gra- they were hysterical and so that's a shout out to rich silver but most importantly last year we did the many faces of elton john oh and we were and there were nine of us and we had to choose any elton john we had the like Rococo Elton yes. John with the big white wig. We had, I was um, Bubble Elton John with silver. And what, I mean, they were out. Oh, that's outrageous. Right up my alley. And then Heather da- uh, Bowen D'Agostino did um, Burning Man. One year we did Burning Man and we came in with a like 12 foot Burning Man and burnt it Whoa. in the middle of, outside. An in effigy? The, yeah. No, it's hysterical. <laughs> we go in. So you, my answer it. to you is I, we do not have our. We're we're discussing You're it. Disgu- and you cannot release because otherwise Absolutely could, not, because then could, our rivals yeah. will pounce on yeah. that. That's okay. You I'm know? all right with that. You know, yeah. there is something I did want to ask. We're going it's going fast, but I, I wanted to talk a little bit. I know you grew up in Comac. Yes. But you know, and, and just talking a little bit about the talk house and getting back to the pandemic thing, I mean, I, I, I nobody can thank you enough for the work that you did. Uh, well, you and all of the musicians did in supporting one another to keep the the musicians, the talk house employees, that whole family uh, going strong through the pandemic. You guys did an amazing job. Well, we did that. I think what you're you're talking about the hustle, the Friday, Friday night, night hustle. hustle yeah, we did. Um, you know, we didn't really know what we were doing. It was the fall of 2020. Um, now remember it was all everybody was in lockdown right the talk house was closed yes. the surf lodge was closed the, all, everybody was closed right. that summer there was the summer of 2020 nothing was open right and September rolled around end of actually end of August we, ta- we talked about this I'll try to keep it as short as possible but my daughter got an ear infection and I thought it was COVID and in that I remember visit, that, all that yes. was the end of August of 2020 and in that hospital visit because she had a high fever it was horrible right I realized oh my gosh we're we have a window here where the weather's beautiful right. even though we're not supposed to be around each other that much that we could need to get something on film Before and do something too cl- because cold. once the weather hits everyone's gonna think they're sick and then we have to go through the right. the, the navigating no you, you get, found right? the, the the perfect whole of time to coordinate safely we filmed that whole series it was, in two days and, i mean it was insane and it but we didn't just, even know what we were doing Gina. Right. that's but, the well, point but the thing is is you figured it out and 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 not only was it amazing uh as far as as helping the musician and the talk staff talk house staff but it kept all of us connected as well i remember that being the only social thing i did going on the zoom and watching yeah, it right. live with everyone. Well, it gave us a chance to connect. I it mean, was we so were nice. so many people were so lost. But I mean, you have to also shout out like Matt Hindra and and Eric and Don Lenzer and Eddie O. Amen. These were and and uh, Mike Baldessari. These are all men that are at the top of their game in film. Yeah. And I said to them, "It was look, beautiful. I don't have a budget, 
I don't even know what I'm doing, but I need you. Yeah. And we're not doing it. If you feel comfortable, let's do it. I mean, Don Lenzer is the best of the best. He is like award-winning beautifully like, shot. cinematographer. Yeah. And he's did all the interviews, which when you watch them are just stunning. Yeah. Um, for people that don't know what it what it was, it was this hour, six-week, hour-long. We did it once a week, and people could buy tickets to it. Right. Um, Adam Miller and, and Jay Decker uh, from... Uh, Audi and, and Adam Miller group, they and and Southampton Express, right. Gavin Manu, yeah. uh, all Zach said, Roberts, "Here's yeah. money. Right. Here's what whatever." Do and it. they they do it. Yeah, we were able to raise seventy four thousand dollars for, and then able to give something like seventy something musicians a check before Christmas. That is just to have beautiful. their dignity, yeah. and then another. Uh, 20 something it was i think it was 90 people altogether of the talk house we we split we gave the staff because they weren't working yeah so they got uh, they got checks for, you, you see you see for, i mean honestly that was probably huge because it was huge because for the mental state though. well also so many venues ended up closing down but you know i feel like this was something that you you at least knew that if the talk house was ever in trouble you know everyone was going to be there to make sure that but here's, it would be okay. Here's the thought I want to end on with that, because we could talk about that for a long time. No, yeah, and I, and I that, it was a yeah, roundabout no, way of asking is that, a different question. Is that what we got out of that above everything wasn't the money. It wasn't the mental strength. Uh, for me, yeah. the beauty of it was hearing the other musicians talk about each other. Yeah. And, yes! You know, I actually have goosebumps it was about it. And hearing Cliff Black talk about Bosco and hearing... Um, into Eaton talk about Mama Lee yeah. and Mama Lee talk about Winston and Winston talk about Gene Casey and to realize how much love and yes. respect yes. there was between us. It's a horrible business. It really is. It's brutal. Yeah. And to walk away from that, that was the unknown. It was like, oh my gosh, we didn't even know what we were doing. Right. But I think there is something there not just from that, but it added a level of grace between the musicians that say, hey, man, I may not be at your shows because I'm out there working, but I dig what you're doing. Well, and and that, I see, you know, that that series is forever. That is a, a, a piece of uh, of of history that really uh, encapsulates and crystallizes this this place and this time. Uh, this was a really roundabout way of, of asking you about your first time playing the talk house and going to the talk house. Um, oh, man. You, I open know. Open mic. Open mic. Well, and, and not to mention that, but we, we don't even have the time for it because we got to hear a song that I guess you haven't even recorded yet. Well, no, I haven't. I wrote this a long time ago, and I actually just played it this weekend. I thought about it. It hasn't been recorded, but um, it's about my friend Dan Eldon. Um, who was in the wrong place at the wrong time. I went to college with him, and he was a phenomenal, phenomenal artist. Um, I'll try to keep this quick, but I do have to talk about the song before I play it to, Please it to make sense. Um, and Just so you know, we, uh, we, we end at, at the top of the hour, so you've got seven and a half minutes. Okay, okay. So Dan went to school with me. He was a phenomenal artist. Um, he has a book about him called The Journey is the Destination, and he spoke fluent Swahili, but he was an incredible art student, and we bonded because I went to school for art in London. And um, he was in this town um, where 83 people had been killed, a village had been killed. And he was working for Reuters. And since he spoke Swahili and worked for Reuters, 
uh, he went to cover it. And he walked into town with his photographer and he was, uh, they associated him with the people that had murdered the 83 villagers and stoned him to death. Oh my good God. So um, I wrote this song and the, the chorus is in Swahili and it means forgive, don't forget, love, one love. That is the chorus in Swahili. Forgive, don't forget, love, one love. And this song is called uh, Dan Eldon. Dan Eldon never saw it coming. He was too busy running out of time. Chasing it over, he was always under and over. And they say on that Sunday morning. Clouds were parting overhead And it was a bright, bright light That met Dan Elden Cause I am free, Lord 
si se ahu upendo muha upendo usa se si se ahu upendo Nancy Atlas's Dan Eldon recorded for the first time right here in WLIWFM Studio 51. Don't forget, you can see Nancy 1.30 p.m. on Saturday in John Steinbeck Park for the Sag Harbor American Music Festival. WLIWFM is a main stage sponsor of the festival. You can also see Ed German, our very own uh, live on the festival uh, main stage on Friday night as he kicks off Friday Night Soul ahead of headliner Red Barat. I'm Gianna Volpe leading you into the NPR news break at the top of the hour with the Nancy Atlas Project East End Run on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. sand and the sea and the sun. There was an old dirt road with no telephones and at night it would get kind of still and I can still recall the sound of it all right down to the low with a will these times 